Hi, everyone. This is Heather Vickery, and you've tuned in to the Brave Files podcast. Before we get started with this week's episode, I'd like to invite you to something really special. I would love for you to attend my upcoming event, the Brave Method Workshop. The Brave Method is the coaching platform that I use to help folks go from chaos to clarity and claim the life that they deserve. You deserve a life far beyond mediocrity. You deserve a life that brings you joy and happiness and every success you can imagine. If your plate is so full that there's nothing left for you at the end of the day, Or does the voice in your head tell you that if you focus on your business, you'll be letting your family down? Does this voice leave you frozen in fear and unable to take the next step in your business? I bet it does. I hear that a lot. But what if I told you that it's actually selfish not to focus on yourself and your business? And that if you truly want to be there for your loved ones, it's about time to start living for you. In this workshop, you will uncover what's holding you back and learn to leverage your fears to lead an intentionally brave and empowered life. How does that sound? If you're excited and interested by this, then go ahead and mark your calendars for March 16th to the 24th. It's a nine-day event at 1 p.m. Central. I cannot wait to see you there. It's totally free, but you do have to register. So pause this show right now and then go and save your seat at vickeryandco.com slash workshop. It's all you have to do. Visit vickeryandco.com slash workshop, save your seat. And how about you decide to be in control of your own life? Build the life of your dreams. And speaking of living an authentic and empowering life, We could all use a little more joy in our lives, but how do we take the steps towards happiness? What does it look like practically speaking? Well, this week I speak with Frances Verbeek about how she built her company, The Happy Empire. It's a business that provides tangible products to help you live a happier life. I've been following Frances and her work for a long time. It's very, very special. In this episode, we talk about how celebration is an act of honesty that is entirely worthwhile. We dig into achieving our goals one day at a time to get rid of those unrealistic expectations that it all just happens really easy because it doesn't. We talk about shutting down that inner voice in our head that makes us feel bad and learning to trust our gut. Grab a notebook and a pen because you're going to want to take notes for this one. So let's get to it. Light, intuition, freedom. This is Heather Vickery, and you're listening to The Brave Files, stories from people living courageously. When we choose bravely in big and small ways, it powerfully elevates our lives. I hope these stories connect with you and encourage you to embrace bravery in every possible way, day after day. Together, we can build a movement of courageous living that enriches both our lives and our communities. And if you enjoy the show, I ask you to please share it with others. Maybe think of someone who you want to choose bravely right alongside you. Thanks for tuning in. Now here's the show. Hi, everyone. So as someone who has worked hard to prioritize pleasure, joy, and happiness in my own life and my business, 
And does this work supporting clients so that they can prioritize pleasure, joy, and happiness? I have been following people who are kind of in the business of happy and joy for many, many years, and I have been following today's guest's work for quite some time. Today, we're joined by Frances Farbeek, and she is a designer and a writer behind The Happy Empire, which I'm excited to just hear about the company name. It's something that attracted me right away. Frances' overall goal is to share practical tools to help folks process and overcome life's challenges. This then leads to finding inner peace and unwavering happiness, but it's not easy and it's not a quick fix. It takes awareness, intention, and a lot of dedication. I have really been looking forward to this. Welcome, Fran. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely to be here. Fran, you're joining us from, are you Are you in the UK or yeah. are you, yeah, I'm where exactly? So I'm in the lovely holiday part of the UK called Cornwall. So quite far away from London, about six hours away from London on the other side of the country. Oh, it sounds lovely. How are things in Cornwall right well, now? today, as I look out my window, it's completely foggy and I can't see a thing. Um, but oh, wow. apart from it's that... It's so British. <laughs> I know. Poor us. But it was actually really gorgeous yesterday. We had such a lovely sunny day. Oh. But yeah, we're quite lucky in that it's not too populated around here. It's very countryfied. So, um, you know, in the pandemic, it's it's actually a really good place to be. Lots it of sounds nature. like it. Yeah, it sounds lovely. I only know of Cornwall through history books and nonfiction or uh, historical fiction romance novels. But nice. Like... <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so I have been following your work for some time. I have several of your beautiful products, which we'll talk a little bit about later, um, even from the creation standpoint, because we're doing some similar things, and I'd love to hear your your thoughts on them. But what is The Happy Empire, and what led you to creating it? Ooh, so The Happy Empire is, I guess, my self-expression of how to translate spiritual concepts into practical, usable tools. So I've basically created a range of tools like journals, affirmation cards, and um, kind of checklists to help people process life, basically. So meet Mm. you, meet you in the darkness and uplift you. And I think that's just the whole point of life, to be honest. Um, (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What led you to creating The Happy Empire? Um, Initially, I left school and I didn't have many exciting options of what I wanted to do with my life um so I was a bit depressed not super depressed just you know a bit down and like oh what shall I do um and my brother had been very spiritual throughout his teens and I really wasn't at all spiritual he went off to do this metaphysics course a basically a spiritual retreat course and he came back a changed man. So I decided to go and do it too. And I came back a changed man. Wow. <laughs> I love that. Um, so basically, I from that, I learned all these amazing things about life and the mind and spirituality and healing. And I just had this urge that I wanted to share it with the world. So that's where kind of the initial seed came from. It was a very slow, slow, slow organic process. That was when I was 19. And I didn't actually start officially start the happy empire until i was about mm, 28 okay but happy cards that my first product came when i was about 19 so it's all a bit like jumbly it's there's no like clear i started the company (laughs) and then i launched all these products 
Okay. So the first thing you did were the cards. Yeah. Happy cards. Yeah. That's and- very cool. We are my a, a friend and I are in the process of starting a Kickstarter, which actually I think when this episode airs, the Kickstarter will be live. Uh, what, I didn't intend to promo it, but a uh, manifestation card deck. So oh, I'd love to talk with you about nice. what that was like. But is, you've done that quite some time ago now. Yeah. And um, creating a deck is much more challenging than one might think it would be. Yeah, it is. There's so many components to it. And then all the printing stuff and then all uh-huh. the how you ship them. And it's, yeah, yeah it takes a while to set up and it's complicated for sure. Okay, yeah. so this um, retreat that you went on sounds very fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to ask you to do something challenging. Is Could you share one resounding, life-changing takeaway, the most impactful thing from an experience like that that then set you <sighs> off on your journey? Um, I'm going to say that one, that, that retreat taught me that we are spiritual beings having a human experience not that we are you know physical beings with a spiritual part we're very much spirit spirit um, okay having so experience. what what does that mean to you like that you know because first of all and i want to clarify the difference in a spiritual experience was this separate from what one might call a religious experience and how are they different um, I would say, well, I've, I'm not religious, so I, okay. I feel like re- religion is, um, you can be Man-made. spiritual in a religion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what can I say here? I'm um, spiritual as well. No, okay, same cool. thing. And I'm not religious. So I get you, but I just wanted to make sure that we were hearing your perspective on okay. it and I wasn't making any assumptions. Yeah. So I guess my, um, my description would be when you meditate, when you close your eyes and you go into that deep space, that is truth. That's who you really are. You're, you're not a body, you're that energy. Mm. What um, if you can't meditate? <laughs> um, I have so many people who say to me, I just, I can't, I can't meditate. Start? <laughs> no. Um, the easiest way to to try and, and meditate, because it's so, so valuable and so, so fun as well. There are so many different ways to get into it. I got into it on that retreat mm-hmm. through guided visualization. So, so a voice takes you in, takes you down um, with the beautiful imagery, and then they leave you there to talk to, say, for example, your higher self, or maybe mm. they guide you to open a box and there's something in there and your your mind, um, you just let your mind be free and experience what it needs to experience so yeah. that's quite a fun way to get into it so it doesn't have to be sitting there um the silence looking at your thoughts yeah not at all yeah. it can be really creative and fun yeah okay i love that i love that as a takeaway um i always say you know what i would want to do is a, a walking meditation i like to move mostly because i sit so much of my day mm-hmm. that um i would like to have some physical stretching and not you know, not exercising at the time, but just moving my body, which I like to connect my mind and my body. But I think there are a lot of different ways to meditate. And definitely yoga is another way as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So that's a physical manifestation of of meditating. I, I dig that. I think that's really cool. One of the things I've heard you say is that you believe that the ego belief system is the cause of all suffering. Can you tell folks what that means so there are two parts of us two parts of the mind i would call them ego and spirit but you could call them 
positive and negative or mm. um the angel and the devil sitting on shoulders like a cartoon <laughs> um <laughs> and and yes so the ego part of us which is you know the little devil on your shoulder is all your negativity and fear um and it's these thoughts that that lead to all our experience of negativity and fear in the world I really like that. That to me, that's a reframe of what we've always been told ego is. So people get a big, quote unquote, big ego when they're successful or they have a lot of money or they've done well. But what I hear you saying is the ego is actually the limiting voices and the negative thoughts that keep us from being successful. Yeah, uh, and, it, and, it includes like the arrogance and the you sure. know the, the big ego as well. It's basically that's negative as well, isn't it? It's just thinking you're better than other people. It's all yeah. the negative. Yeah, yeah, that's fascinating to me. And and I la- you know I coach people on standing in their success and putting words and energy behind the things they're doing well. It's not. It's not a bad thing to say, I do this well, Mm. but there's a big difference in that and being cocky or being a braggart or saying to other people, well, I'm better than you because like there's a Mm. a huge difference. How do you sort of uh, balance saying I do this well, this is my strength or I'm really proud of this with um, the spirit as you describe Um, it? I think um, it has to come from a place of love and that's mm, that's as simple yeah. as that really. And you can feel yeah. it, can't you? If someone says, oh my God, I'm so excited I created this beautiful artwork. Look, I want to share it with you compared to, yeah, like that, that's mine. Um, 500,000 million pounds, please. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it, there is a different energy behind yeah. it. So it's the it. energy behind it, the intention behind yeah. it. Yeah. That you think separates it. I like that. I, I'm into that. So how does one work to undo the ego Mm. in your mind? Um, So it can be quite simple um, because the ego complicates absolutely everything. So, you know, when you start getting on the spiritual path, it feels like you've just got this mountain of hell to sort out because you're such a broken person. But actually take every day as it comes, wake up in the morning and check in and see what do I need to Mm. you know where how do I feel basically have I got any negative thoughts to look at have I how am I feeling um and and you just deal with whatever is coming up for you whether that's um a strange text from a friend that's brought up loads of horrible stuff you know in your mind or a a physical pain that's what you focus on in that moment because that's what's being triggered for you I really love that notion of one day at a time you know, I'm, I'm, I love planning. I'm all for projections, but really our real growth and our real success. And I mean success in in every possible way. I'm not talking financially Mm. specifically comes on a, on a day by day basis. It comes by being cognizant and aware, like you said, of how we're feeling and what we're thinking and what's moving through our body and then how do we pretend letting that inform how we proceed instead of it has to be like this I have to do it like this because this is the way I said I'm going to do it mm-hmm. right are you saying that there's some flow there definitely flow yeah yeah I love yeah. that and now all of the um this is going to totally sound like a sponsored piece and it's really not I promise but <laughs> all of the things that you have created are designed to help people 
get into their spirit, their spirituality end of it, undo the ego. So how would some of the products that you've created help folks who wanted to be on this journey? Um, so for example, I've got two journals, one's a gratitude journal, one's a self-care playbook. So all of my products are slightly different focus and you use them slightly differently. Um, so it kind of just depends where that person's at. So the gratitude journal, we all know about gratitude and we all know how powerful it is, but do you and I have that in common? I've published two gratitude journals. (laughs) Ah, Oh, cool. (laughs) But, But do you do it every day? I know as a gratitude journal creator, I do not do it every day. No. I and, don't do it every day, yeah. but I steep myself in gratitude. Good, so yeah. there is something uh, I really believe, and I know that you do as well, in the importance of expressing the gratitude. It can't just stay in your mind. It has mm. to be written or spoken, shared, acknowledged. Um, so I don't write in my own journal every day, but I do have all sorts of different gratitude practices that I bring into my life every yeah. day. Do you have those? I do, yeah. And okay. I think... Um, the point of like having a physical thing like a gratitude journal is to be that reminder that kind of touchstone Mm. of like I'm trying to you know get onto this path and and this is going to help me um so so that's what's so good about having for me because everything I've created I've always created for me first I've like thought what do I need in my life and yeah yeah um Whereas the self-care playbook is totally different. That's more of a spiritual journey. That's more of a, if you want to really work on yourself in all these different areas, that will help guide you to look at the thoughts in your mind and to forgive them, let them go, heal. Mm. So the self-care playbook is more of a kind of healing tool, whereas the gratitude is more of a daily shift tool. Yeah, almost a growth tool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really love that. I, I want to talk about what you just said, which I, gosh, if more people did this, everything that you, all of your products or things you created for yourself on your own journey, it's just share, because we have a lot of entrepreneurs who listen, how you went from, I need this for myself. I want this for myself. So I'm going to create it to thinking, oh, this could help other people. Let me share this. What was that process like? When I created Happy Cards, which is my card deck, back when um, after I did that metaphysics course, so they were basically a collection of everything that I learned on that course and I wanted to remember, and they started off as post-it notes on my wall. And actually how that product came about was my brother's birthday was coming up, and I thought, oh, what can I get him? Didn't have any money, so I... And I was a graphic designer at the time, budding graphic designer, so I... Uh, wrote them all all out on cards um, on the computer, printed them off, cut them up, bought a little like uh, cardboard jewelry box thing and put them in the box and gave them to him. So um, that, that first, that first thing was wanting to share and wanting to give him the reminders that I had because he had done the course too. Yeah. Um, And then the other things, the other products, it is literally like, if I'd gone through a horrible experience in life and then created a product because of it, I'd, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe that some people go through experiences like this and don't have the tools to get themselves out of it. So that was just a like, well, I want to be um, a graphic designer and I, I've always known I wanted to do something with the Happy Empire. So that was how I kind of... That's really cool. Yeah. So is the Happy Empire your main gig for lack of a better term (laughs) it is now which is freaking awesome 
Um, but it wasn't for so many years. So yeah. um, I've always, I'm a self-taught website designer and graphic designer. So I did that through my teens. And then I moved to Australia in my 20s and basically lived life and had loads of fun and had um, hello <laughs> dream <laughs> life goals <laughs> yeah so throughout that experience I just had part-time shop jobs which I loved as well they were really fun but also I was always a graphic design uh, a website designer on the side so if I'd meet people I'd create them websites and I also had happy cards to sell at the time because I had had a big batch of them printed. So I was doing those things, but I'd always... I love that you traveled to Australia with them. Let's just pack oh, up the suitcase with happy cards. I'm going <laughs> to sell these things. I think I definitely lost money on that first batch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so I actually didn't go full-time working for myself until I was about... 28 and that was to be a graphic and website designer mainly that's where I got most of my money from and then really only three years ago I was like I really want to you know run the happy empire full-time this has been my dream for so so many years I just have to give it a go and I I had to be really strict with myself and not take any website design clients on and just really give it a go and kind of had you know some savings to fall back on for a few months to. Mm-hmm. to so no plan yeah. B. You had to go all in. I feel like that's so important for all of us. You got to. Mm. You got to go in. Yeah. You got to go in on it. Okay. Yeah. So you, I know that you describe yourself as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and folks listening who may not know what that is, it just means you have a lot of things that you're passionate about and that you're skilled at. So what kinds of things, and you can be multi-passionate within one business is it you is it just the products or what else is the, are, are is the work that you're doing within the happy empire and um, within the happy empire i also have started doing online courses so i've i've got journals and a card deck and um some gift packs and things like that phys- physical shop and uh-huh. and i've set that kind of aspect of the business up so that a fulfillment company fulfills that's, all my orders yeah so I <laughs> yeah so and I and that was like a turning point as well because I couldn't have done that at the beginning because it was just way too expensive I had yeah. to get the right amount of orders so that it all worked out what are the courses the courses yeah um so the first one I did was a retreat an online retreat called the dream fuel retreat and you'll love this it's right up your street it's it is like manifesting I don't actually use the word manifesting I don't know why I didn't use that word actually because I love it and I always talk about manifesting but (laughs) I think I was just thinking really practically and when I created it and basically it it takes you from it can help you guide you through the dream creation process to fuel any dream that that you have and it's really practical it it looks at you know planning really detailed planning it looks at the mental resistance that comes up every day all throughout your life forevermore (laughs) yep Um, (laughs) no matter how much work you do there's more work to do yeah celebration at the end dreaming dreaming at the beginning um and it's uh, laid out like to do over a day but you can do it you know over a couple of days if it's too full-on to do like eight hours of dream fuel retreating so that was my first kind of course online experience thing. And then my second one, which I launched last year, was called, oh, God, have I forgotten what it's called? <laughs> Miracle practice. <laughs> no, but I have to say, we, I, I know something that listeners don't know yet. And I'm telling you, that's, that's a 
Oh, good. That's a brain, <laughs> that's a brain thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've just gone on my website and it is miracle practice. <laughs> um, I haven't actually thought about it for about three months, but um, this was an absolute soul led, like everything has been soul led and soul passion. Oh, I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to do it. But this course, I've wanted to teach uh, and put online a spiritual course for so many years. And I had so many blocks around it. But I think at the end of the day, I just wasn't ready. And the information uh, wasn't ready to come through my head and, you know, my expression of what it was. And about two or mm, four ish years ago, I got really into A Course in Miracles, which is a spiritual course. Mm. And um, it changed my life again, even deeper this time. And I just had to create, because it's such a confusing spiritual text. It's, um, it's, it's quite Shakespearean almost in, in how it's written, um, that I wanted to create a really simple, happy, empire-ified um, version of not not version of course of miracles but explaining what the hell it's saying how the hell do you practice it and yeah so miracle practice was my other course that I launched last I, year I love that but what I really took away from what you just said and I want the listeners to sit with this is when it's the right time, you will know it's the right time. Some, sometimes we beat ourselves up because we have these dreams or these things that we wanted to create or build or do for ages and we've never taken action. And when it's ready, it you will create it. As long as you're intentional and aware and really checking in with yourself and, you know, not running away. Um I love that so much. It's so true. And you can't um, believe that until you've gone years and years and years through life and kind of look back and go, that is so true. Like I, I had these urges like 10, 20 years ago to create what I have now. I can't like if you told me it would take 20 years to create. <laughs> Wait, right. I, I, I would like forget it. Yeah, <laughs> I would have got a job. <laughs> but um, but I've loved, you know, it's an absolute joy to be on the journey as well. Like when you look back, sometimes you think, oh, those early dreaming days are actually sometimes better than than the the days now. Do you know what I mean? It's like more magical to dream yeah well the yes the dreaminess of the possibilities that's true but to me that's why gratitude and celebration are so important because Mm. once you're in it and your head is down and you're doing the hard work the gratitude and celebration is how you can reconnect with the dreamy feeling that's so true and i need to celebrate more but I've, I'm excited to share how I celebrate with you. I know. I can't wait. We're going to get there. It's, it's good. Uh, it really does just reconnect you. Because if you lose the dreamy feeling, if you lose that sort of beginning phases of romance feeling with whatever you're working on, you stop putting your whole heart and soul into it. And then it's not compelling to the people that you want to reach. So. Yeah, yeah. that is so true. And it goes up and down as well. Like when you've been in a business for so long, um, th- absolutely, th- there are natural phases, aren't there, of like super passionate, super like yang work, like being really masculine action taking in your work. And then other times where you're just like, oh, you know, I just, <laughs> I yeah. just collect the money at the end for of the sure. day. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, life ebbs and flows. And there's, I always say in any relationship, 
um, in any healthy relationship, there should be a seeker and a sought. And in a healthy relationship, you take turns Mm. being the seeker and the sought. And I believe that our relationships with ourselves and with our businesses are the same, where we need to be pushing and doing and growing, and then where we need to be relaxing and observing and experiencing. Yeah, I love that. That's so true. That's such a nice way to look at it, a relationship with your business. Yeah, thank Mm. you. So you have been on this journey for a long time. Much, Our stories are not the same, but much like me, I quickly went into entrepreneurship. For me, it was simply because I I discovered very early on that while I worked well with people, I didn't work well for people. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, then I just don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, totally. Um, (laughs) But as you've been on this long journey and you, you had this other business and now you're really doing the thing that your heart is most attached to, what's been the biggest struggle for you? Um, do you mean like throughout my life or do you mean to in for, for this business? Whatever you would like to share. Um, let's go with like the hardcore stuff because that okay. is the real hard stuff, <laughs> isn't it? And I'm sure people resonate. Um, for me, it's been mental health yeah. of like myself and really close family members, like really serious mental health that's yeah. like shapes your whole world and and changes your perspective so, so much. And, and you try and you completely change because of it. And um, hopefully if you're able to get through it, you then get through it and are like, oh my goodness, like I've, I've learned so much and I, I need to help people because there are people out there, again, like I said that before, that they don't have the tools to get through it. And, and like, we need to give them the tools. I love it. I've always said that money is a byproduct of service. And when we are in service to ourselves, to others, to our communities, we thrive because people can tell, they can tell the authenticity, they can tell that that's what you want to do. Um, And I hear that about mental health from a lot of people, a lot of clients, Mm. a lot of guests on this show, uh, partly because we're really striving to destigmatize mental Mm -hmm. health. Yeah. Um, It is is health. It is a part of how we move through things. We all process differently. We experience differently and learning to uh, navigate our, our, our minds and our body chemistry is really, really important and pretending that it wasn't a problem or that we it didn't exist it, it didn't help us <laughs> it didn't do anything yeah definitely and like wouldn't it be great to be a a child growing up now with you know I know a lot of schools offer mindfulness and like yeah. yoga and like actual tools to help deal with your mental health whereas when I was at school uh, like I think back to my Never. school days and think yeah like I had yeah. anxiety and dread and all these horrible horrible things that I did to myself and never told anyone Absolutely. And, um, yeah, poor us. <laughs> I know, right? We've yeah. had to do it. I, I mean, my that's really a core of the work that I do also is I went through this process and this journey. And if I can help somebody else, we all have to go through our process and our journey, but it doesn't have to be so hard mm. for everybody. And, and you're going to have a different hard than I'm going to have. But my little ones literally have a class called social emotional learning where they wow. are developing that and they don't really it feels play-based to them because that's really what works the best but yeah schools not all schools but a lot of schools are really stepping up their game and I think a lot of parents who realize um, 
it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be so hard. I can do something different for my children because I know better. When we know better, we do better, presumably. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. What would you say has been the biggest unexpected surprise, pleasurable surprise for you on this journey? Um, oh, like I hope people get how awesome this is, but finding finding my spiritual truth that sounds so like like what what does she mean that's so weird but like I feel like I know the truth and I feel like there's there's nothing better to know and and know like I feel just so blessed that that I um I'm spiritual and I've got spiritual guidance and um I I feel like I can get the answers to anything and I can pretty much face anything not that it'll be easy but I feel like, um, yeah, that that's weird thing to say. Friend, isn't it? <laughs> where would you recommend somebody start? I mean, I've read a ton of books. I'd be really curious to hear what your first book recommendation would be for this sort of journey. But if people are not on the journey yet and they're curious, where would you recommend they start? So spirituality is very linked to mental health. I'd even say, are they the same thing? Maybe that they are. Um, mm. And my like a life-changing book was Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. Have you heard of that one? I have not heard of that one. Okay, that's a frigging awesome book. It's quite old, but okay. it's it's just as good and awesome today. Um, Louise Hay is the founder oh, yeah. of Hay House, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and You Can Heal Your Life is kind of like a course. Um, she, I can't remember exactly what her job title was, but some kind of psychotherapist or or psychologist and she used to see women um mainly because that was her passion and um basically take them through in her sessions what she's created in the book so there's lots of practical exercises and um, my kind of next so I had that uh, metaphysics course when I was 19 my I, next I'm kind of so into metaphysics because I I'm cool. listening to you talk about all of this and I'm thinking about astrophysics and energy never dying and all of this mm. and we could talk about all but so this would be a, a fun mm. follow-up conversation yeah <laughs> um like so that was my first uh, initiation into the spiritual world or whatever and my next one was reading louise hay's book and really putting it into practice so really doing my affirmations really doing the the mind work to change my mind about what i thought about like at the time a big thing for me was relationships and men um it was about self-esteem so mm. that is a friggin' awesome book. Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. Get it, get All it, right. get it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to check it out. It's always good to have more exposure and, and more connection and being able to share that. So we'll put that in our Brave Files library and cool. y'all can, can find links to it for sure. And we'll link to it in the show notes. All right. So here's the question. Um, not the question, but a mm. question. You have created all of these tools and you have these courses to help people navigate themselves through this work. What kind of daily rituals and grounding routines do you personally have? It's quite simple. So I do yoga every day. That kind of wakes my body up and gets me out of my head and really present I also have like some health stuff that I'm doing at the moment. So I don't know if you've heard of the medical medium. He's an awesome author who's 
channeled all this amazing health stuff. And anyway, I drink celery juice every morning. Um, Celery juice? What does that taste like? If you like celery, it tastes really nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But funnily, it tastes different every time. Like sometimes it's like really the perfect mix of sweet and salty and other times it's like really bitter and you just have to chug it down. What is that supposed to do for you, celery Um, juice? So, so much. Um, it, it detoxifies your liver. It it cleanses your digestive system if you've got any problems there. But it mm. also gets rid of brain fog, loads of stuff. It helps Do you with, make your own? Do you juice it yourself? Yeah, I juice it myself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, yoga, celery juice. And then the spiritual thing is checking in with, ugh, there's so many different words for it, but basically my higher self or spirit okay. and getting guidance for my day. So I just say, please, can you... Um, direct my day and is there anything I need to know and I kind of give it over to to the nice part of me instead of my ego <laughs> I really appreciate though so much that you're in a, I'm gonna sit with this I'm gonna think about this all day I know I am <laughs> um when you're checking in with a higher power you're checking in with yourself so a lot of people say oh, I'm checking in with source or I'm checking in with God. And what I'm hearing you say is I am these things for myself. Yeah, I actually believe that we're all one. And that that is just all the same thing. And it's just the ego that's split it and give it all these different names. I th- there's a happy card, actually. I-, I think I took it out the pack. So I thought it was a little bit crazy woo woo, too woo woo for happy cards. <laughs> but it said something like, um, spirit is God is consciousness is love is you or something like that. And it's like I all, love it. all these it words, in. it's just the same. So yeah, when I check in, it's just all those things, all those labels that we have, that's, it's all just the same energy. And that is love. And that is you. Mm. So yeah. Yummy, that's yummy. really beautiful. That's really, really profound to me. Uh, and what I'm hearing, what I'm taking away from that is folks, you have what you need. It is in you, and we can. I've heard Fran share her her mentors and her guides and coaches. I'm a mentor and I'm a guide, and we can connect with those people, and they can help inspire and motivate us. But you have what you need mm. to be the best version of yourself, if you're willing to to look for that in yourself. Oh. Definitely. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Okay, now we really can't talk about celebration. You said that you. Uh, and I heard you, I, I really should celebrate more. And I'm surprised mm. to hear you say the word should, because oh, I would have yeah. imagined that that's a word you don't use very often. Oh, no, I've been found out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fraud. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Like, I'm, I'm not perfect. Um, as, None of us are perfect. No. <laughs> but, um, and I would love to celebrate more, but the ways that I do celebrate are all the little things that just make my soul happy so so for example um I'm always texting my husband if something good happens like we both we both work from home by the way but we text each other (laughs) on the computers um I buy myself dresses if you know if it's um something awesome because clothes just light me up so much I love clothes so much that's so fun I was on Pinterest today pinning loads of new outfits I go for snacks yeah. from my desk like I get up and I, I go and celebrate with a snack or a drink if it's something like quite big that's happened we'd go out for dinner in normal times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so so it's all like little simple things or like if if I've like got loads of energy and I'm feeling like super excited which does happen sometimes I would dance around the room yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big dance party fan. The listeners know, <laughs> the regular listeners know that about me. But I really appreciate that you're sharing all these little ways because I want people to really lean into that. It, celebration doesn't have to mean a vacation or a fancy meal out. It can be something as simple as sharing this joy with somebody else. And that's one of the things that I love about celebration is it almost always has some outward expression and joy shared is happiness returned, right? When we share that celebration and joy with other people, we sort of light them up a little bit and it just sort of grows like this beautiful plant. So yeah, that's so nice. Yeah. yeah. And it, it just feels so good sharing it, doesn't it? It's like, oh my God, this, 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 can you believe it? It does. Yeah. And it yeah. reminds us that we are not alone on this journey. Yeah. Yeah. And it just feels so lonely sometimes because, you know, if you're, mm -hmm. you're just a person working for yourself, it's just you in your room with your computer <laughs> and that's it. That's the reality. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. And we need to find ways to make sure our work and our life is about bigger than us because we are not as a species designed to be alone all the time. Like mm. Human connection is really, really important and impactful. So mm. I, I love that. I have so many wobbles where I'm like, right, I'm going to get a part-time job. I can't do this anymore. That happens so often. Yeah. Like to, yeah. yeah. I fortunately don't have too many minutes, but I also have four kids and. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there's not a lot of quiet. So I'm like, it's okay. Y'all go away now. I'm going to sit by myself. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but pre-pandemic, I, I did a lot of in-person socialization, but I had to really plan it. I had to be intentional about it. To, yeah. to manifest it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of one of the hardest things about the pandemic that, that people that work from home, that they can't do all those little things that keep them sane. Nope. They seeing can't. their friends and stuff. Mm. Totally right. It's hard, hard, hard. No mm -hmm. doubt about it. Fred, what is your favorite charitable organization to support? Um, women's refuges pull on my heartstrings so much. And mm. I love putting packages together of my products at Christmas time and delivering them to to women's refuges and the other one is homeless charities they also I think it's a similar thing that those people have you know they've just had one too many horrible things happen in their lives and they don't have the mental health tools and they've ended up in these situations yeah. um so that yeah I'm I love supporting I love uh, that yeah so because Fran is in the UK uh, and sharing a specific organization could be challenging. You all know where to find your refugee centers or support systems. You know where to find your homeless shelters or your, you know, support groups, homes. Um, every week I ask you all to dig a little deeper, find a way to connect, give more, give back, whether it's time or money or product or whatever it is. Uh, we're really called each and every one of us to be part of making the world brighter and better. Fran, will you share your three words with us one last time? Yep. Light, intuition, and freedom. I love those words. I think they're beautiful. I can see and feel the light as you talk about it, the light that you see in yourself. And it's so inspiring to imagine the light inside all of us as you sit in your morning and and connect with yourself and, and go, what do I need today? There's so much light and obviously intuition there. And I see where it takes you to freedom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Doing this work really leads us to personal freedom. Absolutely. And creative freedom as well. Oh, we yeah. can we can have any idea and think, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Or no, I'm not gonna do that. It's so cool. 
It's so cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I love that. <laughs> Fran, this has been so much fun. It's a little bit different than some of the interviews that we do, but I really wanted all of my listeners to to hear your journey and to be reminded that they have the strength, they have the power. Sometimes we just need the spark and the inspiration. So thank you so much for sharing your your story. Where can people connect with you if they'd like to? Um, so I'm on Instagram under the happy empire and that's happy with an I to represent inner happiness instead of happiness that we can find. Okay. I love that. I wondered why it was an I, but I didn't ask. So that's beautiful. Yeah. And, um, also my website is also thehappyempire.com. Yeah. So Instagram is mainly where I hang out. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. And we'll link to all of that in the show notes, friends. So don't worry about that. And as well as the book that Fran mentioned. So I want to hear from all of you. I want to know, how are you going to better connect with yourself to understand yourself, to grow your business, your your heart, your soul, uh, and do some of these things that we talked about today here, uh, celebrate bigger build what you want on your own time frame, all of that. Will you let me know? Will you give me a call at 312-646-0205 and share it with me? It would be such a joy. You can also email me at heather at vickeryandco.com. I love having you here. I'm so grateful that you take the time to join us every week. Be sure to share the show if it connects with you and subscribe, rate, and review because it helps a small business owner out. And that's what we're all here doing with one another. So I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. You can find me also on Instagram or Facebook at Vickery and Co. This is Heather Vickery reminding you today and every single day to go out and choose bravely. Hey, friends, I want to share something really exciting with you. We already know you enjoy listening to podcasts because you're listening to this one. But I'm also betting you enjoy audiobooks. And hey, listen, if you don't already enjoy audiobooks, then it's time to check them out. That's why I'm really excited to share Libro.fm with you. They are an incredible new platform for listening to audiobooks. And by choosing Libro.fm over other audiobook services, you are supporting a local bookstore of your choice and investing in your local community. Libro.fm offers over 150,000 audiobooks via their primary platform, which, by the way, they built with love and from scratch because they're a small business also. They even offer bookseller recommendations for great audiobook options. You can sign up right now via www.vickeryandco.com slash Libro.fm. That's vickeryandco.com slash L-I-B-R-O-F-M. And when you do, you'll get one free audiobook of your choice, and the proceeds will go to your favorite local bookstore. Now, check what I just said there. You're going to get a free book, and the proceeds are still going to go to your local bookstore because Libro.fm makes sure that their booksellers get paid even when they give a promo to customers. I've listened to over 20 audiobooks this year alone. I especially love listening to memoirs read by the author, and it feels great knowing that all of my purchases support my local bookstore, The Book Table, in Oak Park, Illinois. Libro.fm. The same audiobooks, the same price, but a completely different story. 
Check them out right now at vickeryandco.com slash LibroFM. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Maybe you've had this thought and then quickly shut it down because who has the time? Or you don't know how, or gosh, it just all seems too hard. If you have something to share with the world, we want to encourage you to get your message out. The world needs to hear it. Did you know that 50% of all homes are podcast fans? If you've ever wondered about having your own podcast or how it can increase your business or get your message across, then please join me and the other experts from the Podcast Power Academy for our monthly free Q&A session. It's called, So You Want to Start a Podcast? This casual live conversation will help you understand how podcasting can be a great decision, why now is the best time to get started, and how to get into action with it. Visit podcastpoweracademy.com to learn more. You've been listening to The Brave Files, stories of people living courageously. To learn more about the show, find our show notes and full episode transcripts, or to get some great bonus content, visit thebravefilespodcast.com. And we would love to know what you think of the show. You can give us a call at 312-646-0205. Let us know your thoughts on the episode, the show in general, or maybe share with us how you're out choosing bravely. This episode is brought to you by Vickery and Co-Success Coaching. Coaching that helps you maintain a life well-lived and a business well-run. Learn more at vickeryandco.com. Our music was created and produced in a custom collaboration with Matt Lewis from ML Creative Consulting, a boutique firm dedicated to helping clients identify their unique sound and amplify their brand with custom delivered soundtracks. We couldn't do any of this without our extraordinary audio engineer, Andrew Olson. Learn more about him and check out his work at findandrewolson.com. And special thanks to everyone on Team Brave from our producers, associate producers, copy editors, writers, and support team. Special thanks to Molly, Mary, Kim, Sabra, and Sabrina. I'm your host and executive producer, Heather Vickery. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>